Hi, it's me, Tom, and I want to welcome everyone back to Forever and Always, a podcast about Baywatch. For Baywatch fans, by a Baywatch fan. And uh, it's very exciting. Um, this is episode six, and I'm um, obviously thrilled that everyone is here um, to come listen. Again, we had a large influx of fans um, last week, and then a large exodus of fans, <laughs> pretty much in the same breath. But, um, you know, I'm glad we kind of put that behind us. Um, and uh, I'm very excited just to kind of get back into, um, you know, the more traditional podcasts, if uh, if that's what we can call it here. <laughs> I do always like to be, um, you know, kind of on the edge, like a surfer um, riding the edge of the wave when it comes to Baywatch content. But I don't want to go too far. <laughs> so once again, I'm um, I'm very thrilled that um, everyone seems to be enjoying the show and um I do want to give a little, you know, a small overview of what we're going to be talking about today. And um, again, <laughs> it's not the pilot. So um, for those of you who are just ready to leave that comment, <laughs> we're going to get there, I promise you. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. Um, but today we're going to jump, um, you know, kind of drastically ahead. And I want you to buoy yourselves and be prepared for that. Um, we're going to jump all the way ahead to... Season 7, Episode 11, Heal the Bay. And um, I'll explain why as we go along. And again, I think, um, you know, much like the um, the podcast episode where we at length discussed uh, Mitch flying into a tree, um, I think it will become apparent why we are talking about Heal the Bay today. Pardon me. Um, and so... Uh, now that we laid a little bit of the groundwork, um, again, you can see we're in this um, this lovely studio, and uh, I have been working uh, a substantial amount of hours, uh, much more than I thought that we uh, <laughs> originally agreed to. Um, for instance, uh, I guess uh, since um, Sunday, I've worked about 55 hours. Um, it's a lot more cleaning than, um, than I thought, and... Um, you know, while it's not a traditional paying job, I am, I am, <laughs> I am happy. Um, you know, I'm happy in the work and I'm happy again that we get to use the studio. And I think, uh, that's definitely going to be a positive going forward. And on the, um, well, on the topic of work, um, I was doing my regular rounds. I was doing some mopping, um, and some dusting and, um, you know, as an aside, I do, um, I'm starting to understand why um, <laughs> there was a, you know, a bit of a uh, kerfluffle with the um, with the previous custodian as a, uh, to put it lightly, uh, <laughs> this place, uh, it definitely wasn't passing the um, the uh, boat water white glove test, if you will. <laughs> so I'm definitely uh, trying to remedy that. Um, and in that same vein, I was in one of the crawl spaces up here as many, many crawl spaces. It's actually you know, kind of shocking. Um, I was, you know, I came across a bunch of old boxes and, um, you know, dusty old boxes and, you know, it was pretty bland stuff, you know, they're typical, um, tax, tax papers. And, uh, I'm not, you know, super familiar with the, um, financial world. And, um, but I, so, uh, you know, I was rummaging through and, uh, pulling these boxes out in order to mop, uh, the underneath, um, you know, the underneath section of it. And, um, I happen, and you may be noticing, uh, Tom, where's your sweater? You know, where's your brown sweater? And, um, 
Well, <laughs> uh, sitting on top of one of these boxes uh, was this very shirt that you see here. <laughs> and uh, I picked it up and I thought to myself, you know, Tom, maybe um, maybe the brown sweater isn't, you know, overly appropriate for a beach uh, themed or Baywatch beach themed podcast. <laughs> and so I saw this and the colors, the vibrant colors and, uh, you know, really uh, spoke to me and said, you got to put me on. Put me on and record the podcast, Tom. And, uh, well, here we are. And I hope everyone enjoys this as much as I do. <laughs> I'm not normally a, um, you know, a fan of these um, kind of flamboyant shirts like this. Um, but I do think it is a, I think it's going to be a great addition um, visually to the podcast. And I'm very, very excited about that aspect. Um, so <laughs> just a quick note in case any of you are wondering, like, you know, whoa, 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 this is a brand new look. What happened to Tom? Uh, <laughs> there's nothing to worry about. I just thought it'd be, uh, I thought it'd be neat and fun for everyone involved. <clears throat> Excuse me for one second. Again, it's um, very, very early and I'm, I'm very, very, <laughs> I'm a little tired after, uh, after these, um, you know, the work hours that I'm putting in. And so, um, <clears throat> on Sunday, um, you know, trying to get into the, the mode of why, um, you know, we're having this, um, you know, we're skipping ahead in the episodes. And uh, on Sunday, my church um, had a big potluck dinner, which uh, or lunch, I guess you would call it. <laughs> and I did not attend. Uh, I do not eat food uh, from strangers. So uh, that's not something that I would be um, particularly interested in. But nevertheless, it seems um well, I guess people, you know, you know, didn't have that great of a time as um, I was preparing some materials for this very podcast. And uh, my um, supervisorial, supervisorial companion, um, J.F., I don't want to I don't think she wants to be involved in this podcast, but uh, initials J.F. Uh, received a call and, the, you know, they asked for me and um and I got on the phone and they said, Tom, you get get up here right now. Uh, there, you know, there's been some incidents with the potluck and uh, we need you right away. And I said, oh, gosh, it's happening. You know, now's the time I spring into action like Mitch. If uh, Mitch sees somebody drowning in the in the ocean or struggling, you know, waving their arms, he doesn't ask questions. Um, he jumps right into the ocean and he's ready, ready for action. I'm ready to to come to the rescue, as he so often does. Um, and that's. That's exactly what I did. I said, J, J, F, J, F, uh, you know, get the keys. You got to take me up to the church. And uh, she, you know, mumbled and grumbled <laughs> as she is apt to do. But eventually, you know, after an hour or so, she she um, uh, she was able to get me up to the church. And uh, I came in and uh, as described, it was not, you know, the most pleasant scene I've ever been involved in. Now, um Nobody has been able to determine whether it was, um, you know, Reggie's baked beans or, um, <clears throat> you know, Madeline's tuna casserole, um, which was the main culprit of this, you know, this incident. Uh, and really, I guess it in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't necessarily matter. Um, and without getting too, um, you know, too detailed in this, uh, there was a lot of um, evacuations, you know, both in the bathroom and in the kitchen and um you know, many people were, um, I don't know how to describe it, of a violently ill um, from from something um, that they ate at the, um, you know, at the potluck. Uh, 
And so everybody cleared out of there and they said, you know, Tom, there's your mop, you know, you, you know, take care of this and, you know, we're leaving. And so there I was, um, you know, all alone with only, um, the guidance of Mitch and the gang to buoy me. And I said, what would they do in this situation? Um, cause you know, the, the materials I had, it didn't seem to be getting the job done. There's a lot of scraping and a lot of mopping, but, uh, appeared I was making no progress as if I was, um, you know, Sisyphus rolling the, um, the stone up the hill only to have it come rolling down once again. And, um, I said, you know, but this is a time to really uh, lean on your knowledge, your um, knowledge of Baywatch and your knowledge of problem solving based on Baywatch and Baywatch nights and really come up with a, with a solution here. Um, people are depending on you. Um, you know, there's, you, know, you have the Monday service and then, you know, things need definitely need to be <laughs> clean before, before that happens. And so I did what I thought Mitch would do. And I grabbed a big five gallon bucket. Um, I filled it about a quarter with water and, uh, about, you know, I put, um, you know, roughly a gallon of bleach in there. And, um, I looked around and I said, I need something that's tough. You know, I need, um, I need something, you know, very you know, heavy duty and hardcore because this, uh, this bleach and water is just really, it's not going to get the job done. I promise you that. And so I reached into my cart, uh, my custodian cart, and I pulled out a big jug of Drano. And I thought, now this is serious stuff here. If something's going to cut through this grime and, uh, detritus, uh, it's gotta be this. And so, um, without hesitation, I, um, opened the cap and I poured it in and almost immediately, um, upon the Drano hitting the, uh, bleach water mixture, a, um, you know, a, you know, I don't know how to describe it, a plume of, um, what I now know is, um, toxic gas, um, immediately filled the room and, um, you know, filled the whole church as I was running out. I could see the, um, well running and then you know, crawling out, I could see the, you know, the fumes filling the entire church. And, um, you know, luckily I was able to make it out. I did have some, um, some very severe, um, eye irritation. And so again, with the skin condition, um, as you can see, it's healing up, but I do have some, um, you know, what they're calling a little few chemical burns and whatnot, <laughs> but I did not lose consciousness. And I thought that was a, uh, you know, definitely some progress based on, you know, previously with the light comas and whatnot. So I was definitely um, thrilled about that. Um, and so I laid in the front lawn of the um, of the church and, you know, I guess the neighbors saw, you know, this you know, fairly large smoke cloud coming uh, from the church and uh, they called the fire department. And, uh, you know, then a few of the um, the clergy members came. Mm. Oh, pardon me. And um and so, uh, it was a big scene. I'll tell you that, <laughs> um, the police came obviously, and everybody was, you know, doing their investigations and make sure the, you know, the neighbors of the church were okay from this, um, you know, again, this, you know, like large, 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 uh, cloud of gas. And, um, so I waited and waited. They wanted to ask me questions about what happened and, uh, you know, why I would mix these things together. And, um, you know, so I was there for, oh, I don't know, uh, six or seven hours until a, <clears throat> a pair of people in suits, um, two men actually, um, wearing suits came and approached me and they said, are you Mr. Boatwater? And I said, why? Yes, I am. Uh, yes, I am Mr. Boatwater. Um, and they said, we need to speak to you. And so they, you know, they took me in, um, they had me in the back of their car and they were, you know, introduced themselves as FBI agents. And I was just, whoa, I was blown away. And I said, uh, you know, what, it, you know, what can I help you guys with? And, um, 
there were some, you know, in the beginning of the conversation, <laughs> um, there were some accusations, uh, you know, thrown around that this was a, um, you know, a terrorist act, you know, a chemical weapon attack on a um, church. And uh, I guess when, you know, when a, you know, a plume of, again, a plume of toxic gas um, kind of floats through a neighborhood, I guess they are, you know, <laughs> that's definitely something you're going to look into. Um, so after about two hours of um, what I would call um, pretty um, tense investigations and interrogations, <laughs> we, uh, they came to the conclusion that no, um, I'm not, you know, I'm, this was not a, an act of terror. I'm just, you know, I'm just, a, just a custodian. And I even told him, I said, guys, you know, um, you know, there was a time when Mitch was just, you know, it was his first time on the lifeguard stand and, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. And, um, while I don't think they got the reference, um, I do think the point, uh, you know, came across and, um, you know, after some stern warnings about mixing chemicals and whatnot, I was, um, released and, uh, they were able to, you know, continue their investigation going inside of the church. And, uh, they did seem, um, particularly interested in some of those boxes. I was, uh, you know, I pulled out of the crawl space and I think they took some of those with them maybe to do some, uh, some chemical analysis. <laughs> you know, I'm not entirely sure. I'm, I'm certainly no, um, investigator in that regard. And that brings me to the episode that I would like to talk about. Uh, if we could, Oh, one last thing I did, uh, I did want to give one, one quick, 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 um, shout out before we get into this. Um, you know, I was, I was, um, going through my, my direct messages, um, from YouTube and from Spotify and well, there were not many, one really stood out. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, um, I was quite surprised when I saw the username, it was, um, you know, number one Beyonce fan 420 and, um, he or she, I'm not sure wrote, um, you know, Tom, please don't tell the Bayhive, but I wanted to tell you, I wanted to reach out to you and say, I love Baywatch and I love your show. And I tell you, my, it really warms my heart when I get these comments on. And um, she asked and she, you know, it was more of a request. Uh, <laughs> she said, now, I know you y'all are calling yourselves the anchors now, and I think that's a great name. And, um, you know, but I am still part of the Bayhive. And she asked if she could be called a banker. <laughs> B E Y wait B E Y N C H O R banker. And I thought, wow, this is, um, uh, you know, this is a top notch person here. Um, uh, it's really on top of their game and, uh, you know, very versatile. I thought too, being a, you know, the number one, but Beyonce fan and a Baywatch fan, I just, I think that's absolutely dynamite. So, um, Again, uh, number one Beyonce fan 420. I want to say thank you, and I hope you're listening. And uh, your secret's safe with me. I don't think the um, <laughs> the rest of the Bayhive is uh, is going to be listening to the podcast, so no worries there. And uh, on a side note, as far as that goes, too, I happened to, um, you know, I was doing some research, and uh, I was going through some of my old um, periodicals about Baywatch and some of the behind-the-scenes kind of stuff, and I thought, you know what? Um, I have a few more minutes of music time. Uh, let me turn on a Beyonce song, Beyonce, uh, song. And I did. And, um, it was a song called, what was it? Um, oh, <laughs> oh yes. Um, crazy in love. And, um, I gotta say, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't crazy about it. 
it uh, was a little bit on the, um, well, uh, you know, it's a little bit on the sexual side and, uh, you know, after enduring the, you know, the SMIDs and the FUs and, and things like that, I wasn't really in the mood for <laughs> anything so body. Uh, but I do again, I, <clears throat> Beyonce seems like a really dynamite person and, uh, and obviously, you know, top notch talent. So, uh, no problems there. And, uh, you know, perhaps I'll dig a little bit further, um, into her catalog a little bit later on down the line. But, um, for me, it's more of a, you know, it's more of a Jimmy Jameson <laughs> mode for now. <laughs> And, um, so yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm back to the episode and we are again for your records, uh, season seven, episode 11, and it's called heal the bay. And the reason I wanted to bring that up today. And, um, again, it's just, um, one of these things where I do believe that, um, well, I guess I don't believe in coincidences as I was just happened to be watching this episode, uh, in preparation for probably, you know, season eight or episode, you know, three or 400 of uh, this podcast. And I said, you know, this is a great one. Um, and to just kind of set the stage here, Mitch is doing a, you know, a swim in the ocean as he does, um, I guess to stay in, you know, the great shape that he's in, um, you know, in order to be able to act, you know, spring into action at any time. And, uh, he's swimming along and it's perfect form as usual. Um, and, you know, unbeknownst to him, there are these big canisters of toxic um, liquid, you know, um, you know, the sinister power plant had been dumping their toxic materials in the bay, unbeknownst to anyone. And um, pardon me, uh, Mitch had, you know, again, swam right over it and he became very, very ill and um, extremely sick. And uh, everybody was, you know, nobody knew the source of the poison. And, uh, you know, it was again, a race against time, much like, um, my race against the aftermath of the potluck. And, um, well then the aftermath of, you know, again, the toxic uh, gas. Um, so these, I tell you, it's, um, it's a strange thing when these lives are operating in parallel or it be parallel, where it be, uh, me and Mitch, me and David himself. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I kind of felt like the Hobie of the situation <laughs> in that regard. Um, but it's just a fantastic episode. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and start from the. Oh, uh, it appears the. Um, let me take a look. Uh, yes, it seems uh, the two FBI agents that um, <laughs> I guess I could say I became friends with. Uh, it looks like they are here again, along with the. Um, many, many of their coworkers. So, um, yep. and yeah, here they come right up to the door. I am going to have to cut this podcast and, uh, obviously we'll be back, um, next week and we will be getting into the pilot. And then again, after around episode three or 400, we can jump back into heal the bay and I'm very, very much looking forward to it. And so I'm always here.